No one has the balls to stand up like I'm doing right now. Stop the crap already. We're all Americans. We're all equal. I don't see black. I don't see Asian. I don't see anything but American. Welcome to One Tough Podcast. We've been getting a lot of exciting people sending social media texts. Some are good, some are bad. This weekend, I was down at a wedding for Steve Wickoff's son down in Mar-a-Lago, and the president, uh, former president, Donald Trump was there, Melania. I've never seen him so relaxed. I left the wedding with Margot around uh, 1230, and he was still dancing away, slow dancing, fast dancing. People should see Donald Trump. He's in some shape. And the real remarkable guy that I really like is the governor. Governor DeSantis was there with his beautiful, lovely wife, who I I think the people know is battling uh, the cancer there. And what a beautiful couple. What a gentleman. Governor DeSantis is, and I really believe that, you know, one of these two, I hope, will be the next president. That's all I feel about this. Whoever becomes the president of these two, we can't lose in America. That's all I say. Enough with that politics. Let's just get going what's been going on in our city. You know, I picked up the paper the other day, and I was outraged again. My nemesis, Big Bird de Blasio's back. He's like the eyewitness news truck. He shows up everywhere. He shows up now. He's at a Marriott Hotel in Brooklyn. And all of a sudden, he's paying between, that the rooms go between six hundred and five thousand and five thousand a night. And de Blasio's there. And just mysteriously, $239 million of contracts were given to the owner. A little pay for play again. Here we go, Big Bird de Blasio. I've been talking about you for a while, and I want the United States Attorney to open the books up on you, Mr. Big Bird de Blasio. When I ran for mayor, I said it to your face. You know, Mr. Mayor, I've been a detective my whole life, and I know a criminal when I see one, and you're a criminal with your pay for play, Mr. de Blasio. How much money do I have to give you to get something done in the city? That was my last statement on Channel 2 with Dubois. Maurice Dubois was doing the bait. He ran off that stage like he took my wallet and he ran off there. He he didn't want to hang around and shake my hand. And I don't like you, Mayor de Blasio. You destroyed this city for eight years. You took us down to our knees. You're a corrupt son of a gun. And your wife, where is the money? What was that operational? What was that called? That was called Operation Thrive. But you don't know what you did with a billion dollars. Let me tell you something. Let's follow the money. United States Attorney's Office from the Southern District, please open up an investigation. Find out where did Charlene put all this money. You know what they do with these things? I'll tell you exactly. And if you follow the money, we'll find there was kickbacks involved. They give these to the money to this nonprofits, a billion dollars to these nonprofits. And these nonprofits are all friendly to the de Blasio, to Charlene and this phony mayor, de Blasio. And what they do then is they have what they call a backdoor. So they save money in what they call a slush fund. So they have that money sitting there. So whenever they need it, they filter the money. Yep, I'm saying it. And if you got a problem with it, Mr. Former Big Bird Mayor, sue me. Let's depose me, and I'll depose you right back and your wife. I'm sick and tired of the corruption you caused for eight years, and you're still doing it, Big Bird. And then you pop up at this correspondence dinner, and and you're walking around like you did something good. Now you're telling Biden, don't make the same mistakes. 
You're a big bird. You made so many mistakes here in New York City. You brought the police department down to their knees. You took away the heart and soul of cops. You're one corrupt son of a gun. That's right, I'm saying it. Why don't you sue me, big bird? I love to get deposed because I'll put your wife and you on the stand to redepose you. And my lawyer is Joe Takapina. He will take the case, okay? So that's with you, de Blasio. Go, go, go hide yourself. Don't show your head anymore. Now we got to talk about this other dance that's going on. All weekend long with this Mayorkas. This is the guy who's supposed to be the chairman of the Homeland Security, Mayorkas. This guy's a freaking moron because the fact of the matter is he's talking. He says, there's no problem at the border. We just we just have no problem. Then they hire this, this other woman about this spy, this big, bro, big brother stuff, and she's supposed to be the chairman of misinformation. The only problem is, and her name is Jankowitz. Now, her name is Jankowitz. And she's supposed to be the head of this disinformation. Well, the first one that you should go after is this Mayorkas, because he's given misinformation. And oh, this is what it's all about. He's talking, she's singing super fadulistic expediosis or some crap on TikTok. She's the one that said there was no truth to the Biden laptop, which I personally saw in Rudy Giuliani's apartment when they first got it out of Delaware. I saw that laptop. I saw the evidence. Rudy Giuliani is 1 million percent factual with this. If there's any kind of misinformation, Ms. Jankowitz, Nina Jankowitz, you should go after the head of Homeland Security when he says, oh, our borders are just fine. We're not having a problem with the borders. I think we had about 3 million people run through there last month alone. Nobody even has an idea how many numbers are there. They caught a couple of child molesters there. These are the ones they're catching. Who's getting through? And we know what's happening. 100,000 people in this country are dying, are dying from fentanyl. Where's it coming through? It's coming through our southern border via China, our friend China, and that's what's going on in our country today. But... This uh, Mary Poppins there, whatever her name is, this Nina Jankowitz, 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 whatever her name is, all I'm saying is if you want the truth, you better go after your Mayorkas first. And that that's all I got to say about that issue. And I'm talking this today, and we're also finding out that this Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, is she's now all of a sudden, she's now in support for this other moron there's a woman in is running for Congress in Staten Island. She supports, here we go again, Brittany Ramos de Brazios, whatever her name is, Brittany Ramos de Brazos, whatever. All of a sudden, she's part of the Democratic Socialists of America. And all she's, what, what she's doing, she wants to be the congressperson from Brooklyn and Staten Island. All she cares about is my friend Christopher Columbus. This poor guy, he's dead 400 years, whatever it is, he ain't doing nothing. A statue that's sitting there in Columbus Circle. The pigeons are crapping on his head. And this woman thinks that's a big issue. How about worrying? You want to be the congresswoman? How about worrying about all the robberies, all the muggings where people can't walk around New York City? You sound like a damn idiot there. And I'm going to say, I'll say it to your face. Your name is Brittany Ramos de Barrios. You're an idiot. You should be running for dog collector. Because as far as I'm concerned, you're worried about my statue, Christopher Columbus, that's offensive to me. They want to take 
Thomas Jefferson. Next, my man, Georgie Washington, the guy who founded our country. They'll be taking poor Georgie Washington down. Look at, we all know we are against totally slavery. I don't, I never owned any slaves. And one thing I understand, all this crap that happened 400 years ago, it was a different world then. We've all changed. We're all one. We're all together. And when you bring out these damn statues, leave me alone. Leave Columbus alone. Christopher Columbus will stay. What you got to do is you got to go, okay? Brittany Ramos, DeBarrios, you go. Leave my statue alone. And now we can talk more about what's going on. What's happening on our city streets? Now it's affecting the rich people, too, because all these stores, all these retail stores around New York on Fifth Avenue, Gucci, Moochie, all these stores now, they're putting gates up, and they have buzzers, and they have armed security. They're afraid. They walk in there. They grab four pocketbooks worth $20,000 for four pocketbooks. They walk out. Nobody stops them. All down there on West Broadway, all the stores there, looks like an armament camp. This is what's going on in our city. So all your richies, you're not going to have your Hamas. What's that called? That Hamas. Hermes, whatever the hell it's called. And you're not going to be able to buy any Hermes bags. The only thing you're going to buy is herpes because they're going to be all stolen. You can't go to Chanel. You can't go because they're not going to have any stock. And this is what's going on in our city. Crime is just rampantated. And, and that's the whole idea. It's just something that is going on. And I think it's the most important, the most important issue right now in New York City. Take everything else away is the fact that crime is rampant and it's only increasing. We take some, we take some of our people off the street with loaded guns and then automatically they come right back on and they get another gun. And all I hear from this idiot governor Herkel, Workle, whatever her name is, oh, we've got to find out where the guns are coming from, and we have to stop the guns coming into New York City. How about let's not worry about stopping the guns again, and I'll repeat, I've never seen a gun by itself shoot itself. I see people pull the triggers, and that should be where our real idea is as far as cleaning up this crime issue. My problem is that we have this issue in our city that is, I believe, number one issue. We have inflation. We know we're spending more money, and it's costing us more money. And everything we buy, we buy milk, we buy eggs, we buy everything. And for right now, the problem is inflation's bad. But I really believe more important than inflation is the fact that we have to deal with this crime problem. And anyone doesn't think that this is the number one problem. Everyone I know, everyone's moving out of New York City. They're moving to Florida. This one. Now, I'll never forget. I sit in my office, and I'm hiring people, and people are coming in, and what they're telling me is, I'd like to work remotely three days a week. And I said, well, you know, I come into work every day. I says, I'd like you to see your face because it's a little different when you see a person's face and you talk to them. It's a little better communication than remote as far as I'm concerned. And they say, well, I want to work remotely. I want to work a couple of days a week. I say, I tell you what, you go home and you work remotely and stay home. You're not getting a job from me. I don't want no remote workers. I want people to come in. I do understand people are frightened about coming into the city. And that's the issue. The issue is that I think 
40% of the offices today are empty in New York City for the fact that people are afraid to come in New York City. And this is our main issue in this city, besides the issue of the support of cops. Now, I mentioned the other day when I was on with Sid and Bernie, I found out that this issue of cops being responsible and they could be sued. And what it is, it's about that cops could be sued if it's deemed that they used excessive force or whatever, and they could be sued personally. And what it is, is somebody I spoke to told me, you know, Bo, it isn't what you're saying because the morons in the city council, and again, the city council looks like the scene from Star Wars. Remember them? This is what the city council, a bunch of social morons down there, they passed the law in the city council for New York City. So the only time this law could really take effect is if it's in the city court, traffic court, something in New York City, because most of these lawsuits will be in state court. And it's not New York state law about going after these cops and their personal holdings and all that. So a lot of people don't understand this is a big, uh, a big farce when they're talking about cops being held responsible where they can sue them personally. And it's called the immunity. And the fact is, again, it's only taking place in New York City. And every one of these cases are going to be in a New York State court which this has no effect on. So all my police friends, any cops out there who are working, just know that this is this immunity thing will not affect you because in any case that you get sued, it'll be in a state court and it doesn't stand fast on a state court. This has to do with city courts. So that's that's the other thing. And I have some really great news. I got some really great news the beginning of the week here. What's her name there? Kathy Bodine. A lot of people don't know who Kathy Bodine was. I know who that creep was. And I'll just remember in 1981, and she was up there in Westchester County, along with some members of the Black Liberation Army who were bank on, they were killing cops, doing a stick up of a Brinks armored car. And during that robbery of the Brinks armored car, a young Brinks guard was murdered. And then after that, subsequently, they were trying to escape. And two officers, I believe it was in Nassau County, were gunned down also. Three dead. And this Bodine, she was a member of some kind of a liberal government campaign against everything. And and she was a person who was put into jail. Then she got out. And I was very happy to hear that she took the pipe. Yes, Kathleen Bordine, you took the pipe. You should have took the pipe before 1991, and maybe those three cops wouldn't have been killed, Kathleen Bordine. Congratulations to your death, Kathleen Bordine. Happy days are here again, and um, that's all I got to say about her. I'm not going to shed a tear about this garbage can. And again, we're going back to the most important things in New York City, and the most important things in New York City are what's going on with our crime issue. And we got to talk about what I see on Sunday afternoons, I keep repeating it, First Avenue, and they have these motorbikes. There's no license plates on them. I mean, I counted almost 80 of them a couple of Sundays ago, driving up First Avenue on sidewalks, through red lights around cars. Now something's new. I saw in the paper. Now they got the younger element. They don't have motorbikes yet. 
They got bicycles. So they go like wolf packs with bicycles, and they go on sidewalks. They crash into cars. Then they blame the driver because they crash into the car, and they smash the windows. They break the windshields. So now if you're there with your wife and you're an elderly person, a senior citizen, you've got to be worrying about driving around New York City. We've got to clamp down on them. We got to use emergency service to coordinate with aviation and highway patrol and all our response officers. And I'll tell you right now, I'll give you a little secret. Sunday is motorbike day. So all we have to do is put aviation in the air, communicate with the response teams on the ground. I'll tell you where they'll go. They go right up the east side, first avenue. Where do they end up? In the Bronx. Just follow them there, get a login where they are. And then what you do? You get a warrant, you take a warrant, you hit the location where those motorbikes are, and you take all those motorbikes away. That's what you got to do. This is policing 101. You can't let them run like they're cowboys, outlaws, all over New York City, robbing, terrorizing people, people in fear. I just wonder what's going to happen when they do that to an off-duty cop who has a gun. It's not going to be pretty because they'll come out of the car with his gun and then they're going to laugh at him. They'll throw at him. And I'm sure a lot of them are carrying. And here, a little tip, officers out there, little tip, those little shoulder harness bags, the little strapped over their shoulder, those little, I can't use the word that I used to use, man bag, whatever you want to call it. I guarantee you, if you search that little bag, there's a good chance you're going to pop up with a gun. So just be careful when you see them wearing those little strapped over their side bags. It's like a little saddle bag. Definitely. There's a good chance there'll be a gun in there. So just be careful when you're on the street, all you officers out there. And remember one thing, always tell the truth. You got to clock a guy, and he has a gun, you see it in his waist, and you got to give him a right hook. You give him a right hook, you knock him down, and then when you're asked, what'd you do? I gave him a right hook so this way he couldn't take that gun out and kill me or my partner. Always tell the truth. And when you tell the truth, I hope to God, our mayor and our police commissioner, will stand behind you for doing your job. That's all I ask is if a cop is out there doing their job, we have to support the police. If we're not going to support the police, they're not going to do anything. They're not going they don't want to lose their their pensions. We must let the police do their job. Please, Mr. Mayor, I'm begging you. Please, commissioner. She seems like a wonderful lady. Please let them do their job. And we have to clean up this crime problem. It's not getting better. You know, talk is cheap, and we could say all we want with the verbiage that you talk about, but the reality is it's still going on. And there's not too many people that want to take a subway, and it's like you take your life in your own hand, and that's what's going on. We need a full press. This is a war against crime. We have to mobilize. We got 34,000 cops. Let's mobilize them and let them do their jobs and get out there and round up all these pieces of garbage that are effectively hurting people. And we should think about the mentally ill, like I've talked about many times on my show. Why don't we build affordable housing, real quick mobile homes over on Rikers Island for the mentally ill, and we should be able to treat them, get professionals. This is a war. Whenever you have a war, you have to have a supply chain. You have to have all this in effect. So mentally ill people should not be left on the street because all they're going to do is cause harm and just maybe they're going to end up getting becoming the victim themselves of a crime. So we have to deal with this. And to me, I live in New York. I work in New York. 
And I think right now the most important thing in this city is the crime problem. And please, Eric Adams, please, my friend, let's get this done and let's let's cure this problem because it's not getting better. People are moving out. All you have to do is mobilize the police and let them do their job. Show them you have the support. Again, we have our show every Tuesday morning with Bernie and Sid. I'm very happy to do the Bo Deedle podcast. I jump around a little bit, but I try to get all the main issues. Or if there's anything that you want to talk to me about or speak about, you can reach me at Bo, B-O, at investigations.com. And uh, certainly I can help you with anything. And I'm standing by. Uh, We're going to uh, say goodbye till next week. And I really want to thank everybody for listening. I apologize to anyone if I offended you. And if I was a little rough around the edges, I guess I'm rough around the edges. I still did my 80 push-ups twice this morning. I feel good. And everyone, please, please be aware of your surroundings. Look around. And if there's a bad guy in front of you, you'll look right in their eye. You don't run away. And that's what you got to do. Be safe out there. God bless you. God bless your family. And we'll talk to you next week. Bo Deedle, One Tough Podcast.